0: Revelation. This is a conspiracy. This is... You're the big man, I think. Hey, everybody, welcome to the podcast. It is February 9th, 2024. So President Biden takes a dive seriously as he's thrown under the bus by the the DOJ Special Counsel, labeled as mentally deficient with memory problems. Also, Tucker Carlson interviews Russian President Vladimir Putin and we all get historical context surrounding the invasion of Ukraine and the war there. And Trump is still winning. Um, you're going to have to forgive me. I'm still getting the hang of of what's going on with in this live stream. <laughs> it was terribly hard to get together today, so... Trying to get it all together now. It's going a little bit late here this morning, so just bear with me if if you don't mind. Thank you. Yeah, this is completely... (laughs) completely effed up. We're getting there though, we're getting there. All right, so um, why don't um, I just get into uh, the headlines? Ah! All right, so the first headline up today, is from PJ Media. Biden unannounced nighttime speech an absolute disaster. And the Washington Post is reporting special counsel report paints scathing picture of Biden's memory. Of course, if you watched the headline, you could see that they. Um, <laughs> They said that he couldn't remember anything. He couldn't even remember uh, what year he was vice president and um, what year his son, Bo, died. And of course, when he always gets into trouble, he evokes his son, Joe Bo uh, Biden, who died of brain cancer. Uh, and he always makes it sound like he died as a combat veteran. He died of brain cancer. Who knows uh, why that was caused. But that's just the situation there. Um don't forget to like subscribe leave a comment share the podcast um, all right let's get on to the rest of the headlines so Forbes is uh, running with the headline Biden calls Egypt's CC President of Mexico after blasting memory concerns from special counsel report this is from Forbes President Joe Biden um, publicly, addressed a report from the Justice Department Special Counsel Robert Herr on Thursday in which the lawyer alleged Biden was a well-meaning elderly man with poor memory, provoking the president to defend his mental acuity at a press conference before he gaffed and called the Egyptian President Abdel Fattah el-Sisi the president of Mexico. New York Post has a headline, Biden willfully kept Classified info would come off as elderly men with poor memory at trial, scathing report says. Now, this is the point of the whole distraction here is that um, Biden willfully kept classified information. He didn't have the power as vice president or senator to remove, so he basically stole classified and top secret documents and stored them poorly, more poorly than Trump was keeping them, mind you, Plus, Trump was president and had the capacity to declassify and take info. Mediaite has the headline, uh, Biden confuses Mexico and Egypt in studying GAF during presser meant to assuage fears about his cognitive function, which he didn't do. The AP has a headline, Biden angrily pushes back at special counsel's report that questions his memory handling of docs. Well, it did question his memory, It didn't really question his handling of docs. It said right out that he willfully kept, stored, and shared, which should be in the headline. He shared classified documentation with people unvetted, and that is treason and that's espionage, Uh, especially he didn't have the power to do so. The Daily Mail has the headline Biden's own DOJ said he has diminished faculties and faulty memory. Classified docs probe reveals he left Afghan files next to dog bed and garage, forgot when his son Bo died and couldn't remember when he was vice president. That's scary enough to say the least. Wall Street Journal has the um, the headline. Now I got... uh, Wall Street Journal uh, has the headline, Biden knowingly kept and shared classified material, special counsel concludes. Now, this is exactly the headline that people should pay attention to. And it goes on to say that um, President Biden was sloppy in holding on to classified material related to some of his most consequential policy debates as vice president, eager to show that History would prove him right, according to a special counsel investigation that yielded no criminal charges, but is likely to add a new dynamic to the twenty twenty four presidential context contest. I should say, excuse me. Um, this is the problem. First of all, the Wall Street Journal had the correct headline, but then goes in to uh, goes on to conclude the Wall Street Journal, mind you, that he was just sloppy and that he kept documents relating to his vice presidential debates and that he kept them sloppily. And he didn't have the right to remove classified documents from the SCIF as vice president or as senator. All right, um, I believe this is CNN. Joe Biden willfully retained classified files, investigation fines. But special counsel says Biden will not be charged over classified documents. It actually sounds a lot like Hillary Clinton. Moving on to other headlines, though. Tucker Carlson interviews Vladimir Putin. What's the controversy all about? This is from Al Jazeera. The U.S. Uh, television presenter is set to release an interview with Russian president. We obviously that broke last night. If if any of you had seen it, um, certainly you should. The first half hour or so represents a it represents the historical context around Russia's claim to particularly areas of Black Sea, Crimea, parts of Ukraine, what have you. But it also uh, details the historical the the history really of uh, so and. Uh, quote unquote, statehood of Ukraine when it has been a sovereign state, which hasn't really been for that long. Not to mention that he goes into the CIA coup in Ukraine and that Russia really stood by while the West continually encroached closer and closer to Russia. Axios reporting Putin used much of the interview to provide lengthy revisionist historical accounts as a matter such as European, as Eastern Europe from the ninth century onward, more than 30 minutes of uninterrupted monologue and expansion of NATO. The problem with Axios is a mainstream media, of course, is not really revisionist historical accounts because Axios doesn't go on to say what the actual historical account is in that part of the world concerning Ukraine, concerning from the sixth to ninth century forward. Uh, the Russian claims, the Russian empire's claims on certain parts of what are now Ukraine and surrounding the Black Sea, because it's important. Whether it's the Austro-Hungarian Empire, the Ottoman Empire, the Mongols, or what have you, um, there's been dispute over lands. Uh, Tucker Carlson rightfully put it, is do you think everybody's borders should be put back to the 9th century or the 15th century or what have you, Vladimir Putin didn't really go on to, to say, but it's more recent history that's more important, which is the CIA coups and the West uh, encroachment uh, continually eastward towards uh, Russia's borders. You know, Russia always thought that Ukraine was safe because they shared common culture, common language. But then when the coup occurred and then all of a sudden there were there was a belligerent, behavior in the eastern part of ukraine towards uh russian occupants there uh there was a problem moving on to other headlines though the ap the supreme court seems poised to reject efforts to kick trump off the ballot over the Capitol riot indeed that's we know this is going to happen because it's not constitutional and even katanji brown jackson said what what the framers would want and she's kind of a progressive, I don't know why she's referring to the framers, that you would err on the side of democracy and the democratic process, which means candidates, especially beloved candidates that have overwhelming support amongst the electorate should be kept on the ballot. They go on to say in the AP article, the Supreme Court seems poised to reject attempts to kick Former President uh, Donald Trump off the 2024 ballot with a conservative and liberal justices in apparent agreement in the case that puts them at the heart of the presidential election. A definitive ruling for Trump, the leading Republican candidate for president, would largely end efforts in Colorado, Maine, and elsewhere to prevent his name from appearing on the ballot. You see, they don't... um, there's nothing you can do to stop Trump. Trump just keeps winning. New York Post reports Trump wins in U.S. Virgin Islands caucus, notching third primary victory over Nikki Haley. Trump wins Nevada, according to CNN. Republican caucuses, by a large mar- margin, I might add. Going on to other news, uh, Solomon's outfit, Just the News impeachment witness struggled to define Hunter Biden's value to Chinese company. Yan, worked as an independent contractor for CEFC, Chinese Energy, also told investigators how he wired Hunter and James Biden monthly salaries despite their failure to secure any infrastructure projects for Hudson West III, the joint venture between Hunter Biden and CEFC. So they didn't do any work, but they received salaries. Sounds a lot like what Hunter Biden was doing in Ukraine. New York Post also reports top U.S. firms that invested $3 billion in Chinese military and tech revealed by House and panel investigation. Well, what's this? U.S. venture capital firms have sunk at least $3 billion in Chinese tech companies that have aided the Chinese government and its military, as well as ongoing genocide against the Uyghur, Muslims, in Xinjiang the house uh, select committee on chinese communist party released findings from its po- probe of five firms that supported beijing's military enabled human rights abuses and boosted china's se- semiconductor industry well i mean that doesn't surprise me at all i mean if you if you look at at how this was all put together um but corporate america is, is far and well beyond supporting the Chinese military. The AP reports the Senate votes to begin work on last ditch effort to approve funds for Ukraine and Israel. This is pretty much dead in the water because the American electorate doesn't want to give any more money to Ukraine. That's just the fact of the matter. Uh, Other headlines in the news The Washington Post FCC makes it official AI generated voices And robocalls are illegal The Federal Communications Commission Announced On Thursday a ruling That makes robocalls Using artificial intelligence Generated voices illegal Just weeks after New Hampshire voters Received calls from An apparently digital Generated voice Impersonating President Biden Bad actors are using AI-generated voices and unsolicited robocalls to extort vulnerable family members, imitate celebrities, and misinform voters. I mean, not surprising at all uh, for a simple reason is they're trying to stop uh, AI impersonation, which is fine. But they're not going to stop AI-created voices, voiceovers, robocalls, etc. And how are you going to enforce that exactly? It's hard to even say. Are we all techno-sexuals now? Our erotic and romantic lives have become even more entangled with machines. This is from the New York Times. And this is from the story. It's really opinion piece, but it's a story. We may like to imagine a distant future where humans and robots merge in virtual realms, but is now already. it may already be here. We meet dates on our phones, watch pornography on our tablets, some of us, and bicker with our partners over text. In 2024, we are not yet completely inured to the latest technology, smart sex toys that track your orgasms, virtual reality hookups, chat, Bot texting, but we may be on our way in less than 10 years' time. Ape de- dating became simply dating. What will seem routine at the end of the next decade? Well, this, this goes pretty much without saying. in um, part of the tech news is that people are becoming less and less interpersonal and more and more... Uh, matched up with tech as a way to cure their loneliness when, in fact, it makes their more m- m- themselves more lonely. This is from Racket News. This is a, a blog by Matt Taibbi. Financial Big Brother is watching you. A brief note on Overlooked Nightmare... A few weeks ago, uh, Ohio Congressman and Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan's office released a letter to Noah Bishnoff, the former director of the Finance Crimes Enforcement Network, an arm of the Treasury Department. Jordan's team was asking Bishnoff for answers about why FinCEN had distributed slides prepared by a financial institution, bank, detailing how other private companies might use MCC transaction codes to detect Customers whose transaction may reflect potential active shooters. The slide suggests the financial company bank was sorting for terms like Trump MAGA and watching for purchases of small arms and sporting goods or purchases in place like pawn shops or Cabela's to identify financial threats. What we have here is the invasion of privacy by banks uh, to try to determine whether you're a mass shooter because you're purchasing firearms or ammunition. This also uh, includes not just banks, but also credit card companies. The Atlantic is reporting why so many people believe Taylor Swift is an op. This is an opinion piece by Jesse Walker. I'm not gonna really go into the piece. I can tell you right here, is because the mainstream media keeps out defending it as not an op and then ridiculing people that say it's an op. As I said, coming after the Super Bowl, when her and her beau make a uh, a public statement regarding the Super Bowl win by the Chiefs will win, uh, Taylor Swift will come out in support of Joe Biden. So that indeed is going to happen Um And so is whoever her boyfriend is there on the Chiefs. He also will come out in favor of Joe Biden. So it is indeed an op. Um, whether, Whether their relationship is contrived or not, who knows? But the fact that the Chiefs won to go into the Super Bowl may have been contrived. Their win may be contrived. You'll have to look a little bit closer. So we'll see. What transpires after the Super Bowl? Bloomberg reports Javier Millier, the a new president of Argentina's shock therapy, is suffering a stinging rejection. Basically, what's happening here is the fact that uh, Javier Millier, Millier is not getting uh, cooperation from other people in the Congress there, or I believe it's Parliament. So there's still some leftovers from the socialist government. And they are blocking what he's trying to do when he actually needs full support for his um for his measures to go through and to work. You need to have full commitment into shock therapy for the uh, for the uh, Argentinian economy, which is suffering uh triple digit inflation. Also from Bloomberg, bolsonaro targeted his police and snares. Alleged coup plotters. So they're calling it a coup now that the fact that um, in Brazil, where Bolsonaro won and again was deposed by a communist government, uh, by a communist uh, uh, political campaign, uh, political candidate who was already charged and sentenced for illegal activity as president was reelected and installed in Brazil. And now, of course, what do the communists and the socialists always do? They demonize their political opponents uh, and then they go after them usually with persecution and a lawfare prosecution. This was a story in the Wall Street Journal that I couldn't call up. So I went to found it on another publication here. How the Rockefellers and Billionaire Donors pressure Biden on LNG, that's liquid natural gas. And the Rockefellers are an old family uh, of oil as well. And we'll read a bit a little bit into this story here. Charities controlled by the members of the Rockefeller family and billionaire donors were key funders of a successful campaign to pressure President Joe Biden to pause new approvals of liquefied natural gas exports from the U.S. The Rockefellers, along with other wealthy donors, including philanthropy of Michael Bloomberg, have provided millions of dollars in recent years to frontline environmental groups that are campaigning against fossil fuel projects, including LNG terminals that have been proposed on the Gulf Coast, according to people familiar with the matter. And what you have here is... What we already know, it's the elites pushing agenda. Even if they're not they're not part of the environmental groups pushing this, um, they're behind it. Um, so everything that you come in contact with is part of an elite agenda. So this just confirms it. And the point being, liquid natural gas is the most is the least polluting fossil fuel and easy to transport. and having terminals on the Gulf, where we can export energy so we can have, be energy independent, and not only that, be uh energy exporter will help the U.S., particularly with their debt and, and the whole economy overall. Is that it for today? I think that's it for today. Did that go quick? I don't know. I think so. I think that went all right. (laughs) Still getting adjusted to the live streaming. I set up the live stream and then I went back to rumble and I had to restart the whole live stream, which means uploading and uh, filling out title description, all that stuff. I should just cut and paste and not have a detailed description. It appears that nobody really cares about that anyway adjusting to what this is all about so you have to bear with me for those of you who are I appreciate it and um, I think that's it for me don't forget to like subscribe leave a comment down below and I will see you next week right it is Friday happy Friday enjoy your weekend see ya big <sighs>